0: This is an AMI podcast.
1: I'm Kelly McDonald.
2: I'm Ramia Amadin and this is Kelly and Ramia.
1: Thanks for being with us. Ramia and Kelly joining you as we are weekdays from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern always like to have good conversations and chat with you and you know, I kind of like when Grant brings some of those things to the headlines. Um there's so many things, rumya, that we talk about on a show. And I think a lot of time people figure, well, if you're bringing the subject up, you guys must have some real cool things to say about it in the way of solving problem solving or or some analytical anecdotes or thoughts. Mm. And sometimes folks, we're just here really, rum to talk it out exactly.
2: And I mean, our opinions, definitely flow here on the show but it's interesting to kind of hear what how we react uh to different things as well or how other people react to clearly which is what we were talking about right before the break speaking of reactions there are lots of things going on in television right now that we want to respond to let's bring on greg david to talk tv
0: I'm Greg David, and I love TV. Join me on Kelly and Ramya, where we talk about the biggest hits, misses, and trends in television and entertainment.
2: Greg, we are going to get to the nominations for the uh, 2024 Golden Globe uh, Awards, because it was announced earlier this week, and you're going to talk about some of the key categories for TV. But before we do that, we obviously have to talk about um a death of an actor, really big one. We have really sad news, I uh, I think it's sad news. Actor Andre Brower passed away at 61. This was on Monday after a brief illness. I guess that's the all, all the information we have right now. And he's known best, in my opinion, for his role as Captain Raymond Holt on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, this is on Fox and NBC. But he's done a lot more, aside from comedy.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I always check my phone just before I turn out the lights at night. And and that was the breaking news that was on my phone. And I just felt so badly because everything that I've seen Andre Brower in, he's been fantastic first saw him uh, his first on-screen role was in the feature film Glory uh with Matthew Broderick where he played a mm-hmm. union soldier named Thomas searles uh who was a free black man who joined the first black regiment for the union soldiers um great in that in a, in a in a first role uh and then he moved on to play detective Frank Pembleton on NBC's Homicide Life on the Street and he won a primetime emmy for his role on that show and I'm so bummed I didn't watch that show the first time it came around And it isn't available on any streaming services because of licensing issues. So I may Uh. have to shell out and get the DVDs of that one. Um, But he was all over the place. He played a psychiatrist on the medical drama House. He was uh, nominated for a primetime Emmy twice for his role on the series Men of a Certain Age with Scott Bakula and uh, and Ray Romano. So, I mean, you you know, you go through his IMDb page and he's kind of a that guy. And so Mm -hmm. the fact that he's, you know, and and going through social media today and last night, it's just been countless clips from Brooklyn Nine-Nine where he was so, so good in the comedy realm. So, yeah, a huge loss in the industry.
2: Was his role Um, on House a big one?
0: He was later— yeah, it was later on in the seasons, and and it was when um, when Gregory House was going through some um, mental health issues. Um, he actually was committed to uh, an asylum um, at, in one of the later seasons, and so he was seeing the psycho- seeing um, uh, seeing Andre Brower's character during that time. So not not early on; it was in the later seasons.
1: Yeah, you love when people like him get so many opportunity, especially when you go back to Glory, which I enjoyed that movie immensely yeah. and, yeah. and and you know, still think about it because of what it means. And I can imagine as an actor, too, getting a, a part in something like that because we talk about history and what we're showing and the effort and people saying, oh, really? Is this for real? Like, I didn't know. And I think when you have an opportunity as an actor, it's powerful. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's made such a mark um, on, in, in any role that he's played. And I do want to note before we move on that uh, his family is saying in lieu of flowers, they would like uh, donations be made to the Classical Theatre of Harlem, where uh, Andre Brower served on the board. Uh, he joined the board of the Classical Theatre of Harlem, an off-Broadway company, uh, in 2019. So you can just go to the Classical Theatre of Harlem website if you want to, if you want to give.
1: Okay, Thank you, Greg. That's awesome. Uh, Greg, let's go back to Golden Globes. Uh, Are you a little surprised that these things are even actually happening? The Hollywood Forum Press Association, which hands out these awards, have been accused uh, of not really having a lot of diversity in the past. What's different?
0: Yeah, I mean, Tom Cruise made headlines when he said that he wasn't going to go to the Golden Globes a couple of years ago because of a lack of diversity and some controversy behind the scenes. Uh, So Dick Clark Productions took over the Golden Globes earlier this year and they completely cleaned house. So it isn't the Hollywood Foreign Press Association that runs the Golden Globes anymore. It's Dick Clark Productions and the company who acquired all of those assets. Um, The Hollywood Foreign Press Association was a group of international journalists who had previously chosen nominees for and decided the winners in the awards every year. Um, as, and as a result, um, with this membership out, a, a brand new group called the Golden Globe Foundation is in with all new people behind the scenes. And so they're hopefully going to kind of get the Golden Globe nice and shiny, buff it up, and and make it presentable again. And uh, and we're doing it with uh, with the nominations that were announced on Monday.
2: Okay, well, let's keep it going with all this change in scenery, right? Want to talk about some of the nominations in the key categories? Talking about best television series, all that stuff? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yep. So best, uh, you know, best series in the drama category is really interesting because uh, the Taylor Sheridan historical drama, 1923, is going up against the crown, Um, the spy series, The Diplomat, which just debuted in the last year on Netflix, Uh, the end of the world series that grabbed so many headlines earlier this year, The Last of Us, and uh, Jennifer Aniston's drama, The Morning Show, and Succession. So that is a packed category, uh, or, or, a, a, yeah, a packed category. And I think that this might be succession's year succession has won in the past. Um, but it leads all the golden globe nominations this year with nine. And this is the final season that it's being uh, nominated. The final season of succession for the golden globes. Um, and it is a very, very strong season. Uh, This show has just been something that just came out of the gate and just grabbed headlines um, from the get-go, and it didn't lead up. uh, It didn't let up, and uh, so I expect it to win. But also, I don't want to count out The Last of Us, which is another show that took the world by storm and boasted wonderful performances by Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. Every new episode of that show that came out drew rave reviews from critics and fans alike. Um, the only big surprise for me is the Taylor Sheridan drama 1923, because aside from Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren doing some powerhouse acting, I didn't find the show all that compelling. So it was oh. a bit of a head scratcher that it was even in there. Um, but I wanted to open it up to the two of you. Do you have any mm-hmm. thoughts on this category and a show that you know, might deserve to win?
2: Morning Show is the only one I watched. Uh, It was brilliant. It actually kind of surprised me when you say it's Jennifer Aniston's show. I guess. But, you know, it's just so star-studded, right? And um, it, it was doing really well, like, in terms of every season had people thinking, like, oh, my goodness. And they were taking a lot of different angles. But I can't remember if they won anything already in the past.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They, they haven't won anything major. And yeah. The only reason I said Jennifer Aniston is because, I mean, I guess I could have said Reese Witherspoon I could have said Billy Crudup. Yeah. You're right. It is a jam. You know, John Hamm is in the latest serious season of, of the morning show. So yeah, I was just kind of like name association, Jennifer Aniston <laughs> yeah. for the morning show. What about you, Kel? Any, any drama that jumps out at you that you th- think might uh, might win in this category?
1: No, I, I mean, they, I actually, <laughs> what you describe here, I do, but I'm looking at them. I'm like, where have I been? Because some of these, I'd probably, uh, I mean, the morning show I've heard of, I've heard of uh, the last of us, but a lot of time I i don't stop to think, okay, what is this about? Add this to my list and that kind of thing. So, and really finding that time. That's, that's what happens when you're a sports watcher, right? But even on yep. Netflix where I can stream so much, you know, I still miss out on a lot of these things and try to just pick up the scuttlebutt about them. But again, Greg, if I did that, you'd never see me because I'd enjoy watching all this stuff.
0: Well, you bring up a really good point. I mean, out of all all of these series are on different streaming services, which means that you're paying for all those different yeah. streaming services if you want to watch them. And we've talked That's about right. that cost before. So there is that, the fact that you're not going to be able to watch everything to, to be caught up when these nominations come out.
2: That's why these award shows are kind of getting a little... Iffy for me because it's yep. not even like we're talking cable TV anymore. We're talking oh, like yep. h- hundreds of dollars in various streaming services. I guess it is more of a binge culture now, so you can mm. get through any of these things like between now and the actual awards and but say you would have never
1: watched a lot of stuff anyway. A lot still went by me back then. It's the option though of being yeah. able at least to put it on without spending money, Rum. That's but it's kind of like a hear, yeah, People's totally.
2: Choice vibe
1: without. Yeah, people's I think choice. it has to be, I, and I think. I still say with with the issues we've had with whatever awards you are going to get that because it's some other panel deciding. It's not rum. It's not it, it is maybe ratings to a point of course, but, yeah, it, but it is really. done a different way. Mm. But I agree with you. It, it's it is different even though I know it back in the cable days when oh yeah, you could watch anything you want long as you pay for cable and it's out there. But it's also just there's so many. There's yeah. just there you you really probably couldn't watch even if it was still on cable with all this uh, you know, channels. Um Greg, anything else, or should we move on to best television series?
0: Yeah, why don't we move on to best television series, musical or comedy?
1: Okay. Yeah. You
0: want me to okay. run through them?
1: Let's go. Sure.
0: All right. So we've got Abbott Elementary, which is the only cable series. Uh, it's on ABC in the mix, uh, and that's taking on HBO's Barry, Disney Plus's mm-hmm. restaurant series The Bear, the mockumentary mm-hmm. series Jury Duty, Disney Plus's Only Murders in the Building, <laughs> and Ted Lasso.
2: Only murderers I mean, in the building. I can't even believe how big this show is, honestly. Anyways, you carry on first.
0: No, no. I think that, you know, that's that's fair. Ed has been huge. Ted Lasso has been huge. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm th- I'm thinking that Barry is probably going to take this category. Again, a show that ended its, its uh, most recent season was the last one. Now, that is also the case with Ted Lasso. I don't feel like this last season of Ted Lasso, although it was nice, mm. I didn't think it was as strong as previous seasons, but Bill Hader's creation, Barry, um, is the story of a tortured hitman trying to go legit. (laughs) It was outrageous and hilarious and heart-wrenching in its final season. The writing and the performances were wonderful. It did get a little bit weird at times, but that's because Bill Hader wrote it. He also directed it, so there was some weird stuff going on in that final season. So I'm expecting Barry to win. The odd man out in here is The Bear. And the reason I say that yeah. is because it's not a comedy. There were some funny moments, but if you watch this latest season of the bear, there was so much conflict and drama. There's a Christmas episode guys that I couldn't watch because there was too much family conflict and I couldn't take it. There was wow. nothing funny about it. It was it was totally dramatic. Um, instead, I would have much rather seen um, Shrinking, which is the Apple TV series starring Harrison Ford and Jason Siegel in this category, uh, just because it is genuinely a laugh out loud show. Harrison Ford is hilarious in Shrinking. So if you got the extra money, pay for Apple TV Plus and check that out. But. <laughs> Rami, any thoughts on on this category and what you think? (laughs) I don't
2: know where to dish out my extra money anymore, Greg. Um, I don't. Yeah. (laughs) No, I totally agree with you. The Bear, although it had very comedic moments, I still haven't watched season two, though. Um, It's not what I would go to for comedy. Uh, In everything else, I thought Abbott Elementary is awesome, and I haven't watched Shrinking or... What did you say was going to take it? Uh, Barry. Uh, Yeah, I haven't watched Barry or Shrinking yet, but... (laughs) A only murders in the building. Come on, like the acting isn't even good. It's literally because her name is on the show.
0: Is Selena? Gomez. Yeah, are you kidding me? I didn't love it at all. Like, could well, you, barely the get name's into Martin it. Martin Short and Steve Martin don't have any pull I mean,
2: yes, about? okay, they do. Oh, sorry, yes, but it's generational. Okay, I'm thinking, of yeah, yeah, that. yeah
1: sure, and I'm gonna agree right there. Um. You know, and Greg, I love the dark humor of stuff like you know whether it's an upsetting Christmas show, you know episode. I think you need that if you're doing a series and you have. But that it's fun. not even but a comedy to begin with. No, I'm going back to um, the bear. Yeah, me. yeah, the no. bear. Because, but that's where you you find it's hard because some people have that very dark sense of humor about those things, and again, I think that that's what that's what takes it for a lot of people. And people's sense of humor is so different. Mm -hmm. it's so weird and again i don't think to have something that kind of falls in there you have to be laughing every every two or three minutes
2: yeah
1: you're going to have i mean i love some of my most serious episodes of shows are comedies yeah and i think the impact is even worse now maybe several in a row Yeah.
2: greg anything quickly you want to say about all the light we cannot see before we wrap up
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, I think it was wonderfully done. Um, uh, I think it, it, it it's definitely in the conversation to win in the limited series category. Um, but uh, Daisy Jones in the Six is nominated in this category as well. And it was just a fantastic show about a band that gets together and breaks up. Uh, kind of has um, the flavor of Fleetwood Mac in there. The soundtrack mm-hmm. was killer for the show. Um, but we'll have to wait in, uh, and see. Um, we'll have to tune in on Sunday, January the 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern on CTV and CBS to see who wins. Okay. Thanks, pal. Appreciate it.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hmm? Oh, he said thanks for having me. I thought he said something else. Never mind. Okay, Greg David (laughs) joins us every other week on Wednesdays (laughs) for TV Talk. He's our communication specialist here at AMI. Hmm?
1: Hmm? Oh, coming Hmm? up next, folks. (laughs) An asteroid will pass in front of a bright star (laughs) to uh, show us an amazing work of eclipse. Uh, Mark Phoenix is here with us for the buzz next to talk about it. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv.